the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. We all have developer horror stories from language barriers to bad code to developing on time. That's why I recommend using b7dev.com. They're affordable, fast, and more importantly, trustworthy. Go to b7dev.com. Want to scale your growth faster? Games Boost 42 gives you early access to your app store revenues, allowing you to multiply your growth without losing equity. See how they can help you grow by visiting gamesboost42.com. That once again is gamesboost, the number 42.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content related to growing your app downloads, and more importantly, those revenues. And today I've got a phenomenal guest. I tracked her down. I was like, you gotta come on to the podcast, please. I begged her to come on to share with us all that she knows about UA because she's been doing it for a long time. And I heard her on a different podcast, and that's when I said, you know, Gina, you gotta immediately come back on. <laughs> We're gonna talk all about Facebook AAA. So that's automated app installs and then Google UAC. And then how do you really get started with just acquisition in general? So without further ado, let me introduce the guest. Her name is Gina Kwong. She is growth at a company called Electronic Arts EA, as you guys might know it. But Gina, welcome to the show. Thanks, Steve. Uh, very happy to be here. Hey, Gina, I want to start with this. So I've got clients and some have decent sized budgets, some have no budgets, but for the decent sized budgets, the thing that I hear from them often is, hey, Steve, we got like 10, 20 grand. Maybe that's their whole marketing budget, right? And let's go big. Let's go big on launch. What would you say? And how do you, working at a big company like EA, how do you start approach, approaching the, the start of any UA campaign? Sure. Yeah. I think that um, with any campaign or any product, uh, it really is dependent on whether it's a new product or if it's like a product that has been around for a little while. So that that changes kind of how you or I would approach that. Um, what that about a new product? Let's try with the new product because most sure. of the people are launching a new app. Typically. That's fair. Um, so with a new product, I think that you still need to know, you know, understand kind of like where, which geos that you believe that you will be able to um, be successful in or, you know, geos that you want to target, um, whether it's iOS and Android, both platforms, or do you, is it, you know, you want to focus on one? Um, and like, what is the goal really in the initial launch, right? Is it to get enough installs to see whether the um, retention is, and engagement within the app is what you expect it to be? Or are you really just kind of, launching the um these campaigns to bring users in and monetize off of them right so like you having that information is important to figure out how to approach the the strategy and what's really interesting is that you know marketers are actually ua marketers are actually have um really exciting tools to help them do this like the mid-size like marketers because um AAA and uac really is built for that. It's like the broad, the strategy to test broadly so that you can figure out your, the clusters of audience that you know can, will convert for you, whatever metrics you're looking for, KPIs. Mm -hmm. um, and then you can drill down and relaunch campaigns that are just focused on those areas. 
So um, yeah, that's how I would approach it. Like really clustering countries, figuring out like what works for your, you know, market research that you've done before, what you think that um, product will work in mm-hmm. um, and then start from there. Would you still start with a Facebook AAA campaign as a like, hey, let's let's start with this and let's see where we get? Yes, absolutely. I definitely recommend testing on there because with um, AAA, you can just really test really fast. You can test out what kind of creatives will work for you, mm-hmm. what kind of um, which geo you will um, be most successful in, and then really seeing like how you're bringing in. Um, users at a much cheaper rate and that you can actually have a chance to getting a certain ROI or, you know, cost for purchase or like CAC, um, depending on what you're looking for. So I think it's, it's the easiest and fastest and likely the cheapest way to test a new product. Now there are caveats to AAA, right? Like you don't get to see placement anymore. You don't really get to see a whole lot of demographic. Um, so those are definitely the caveats, but we're looking at, you know, with AAA, you're kind of really looking at the broad strokes here with like geo, um, you know, um, yeah, like creative. Cause those are the big levers that, um, you need to kind of guide how you want to test like in UAC or other, you know, like ad networks, DSP, things like that. Okay. So my audience not maybe not as huge, sophisticated UA people who have humongous budgets. They're more like solo, small business indies, you know, maybe a team of five, 10 type of people. Mm-hmm. When you're starting with AAA, what are the assets you need? Is it just the creatives? It, what, what do we need just to get going? Yeah. Um, so you can have 50 creative, you know, assets that are, um, static or static images or videos, you cannot test playables on AAA. So um, yeah, you all you really need is like static images that really convey what you're trying to get your customer to do. Oh, really? And video is also engaging as well. Um, but you don't, I mean, I have definitely seen static images outperform video. Um, you know, like Facebook is, is an interesting platform like people just behave a little differently than a lot of other platforms on Facebook because you know static images kind of I don't know sometimes it appeals more for specific products um yeah and like you can have 50 but I really don't think you need 50 sometimes I think that um I my personal recommendation is like you launch with maybe 10 or 15 Mm. maybe 20 uh, depending on how many you have, because you don't want to like use everything you have, right? Because you also do need to refresh the fact that you test it and it's like fast, cheaper results and you get a whole bunch of installs means that it's going to burn through your creatives pretty quickly. So you're going to have to refresh at least every two weeks, um, ideally every week. Uh, and you, you know, I have always kind of advocated creative testing on AAA, but that's a separate story. So you don't really need a massive budget to really test on AAA. I mean, I would recommend like, you know, if you're testing one or two geos, or if you want to do like US and then worldwide to see which geos do well, mm-hmm. I would basically kind of set them to, you know, a couple hundred bucks a day for each campaign per platform and then go from there. And if you see good results then, and you get good ROAS, then increase it. 
Um, I never advocate testing like huge budgets in the beginning because you really just don't know. And I'm a very conservative UA uh, tester, you know, like I'm, they're like, <laughs> let's just go like do this, you know, and I, I do that. I do actually, I used to have that with a former colleague of mine. Um, she introduced me to that emoji. Uh, and I was like, oh my gosh, that is us. <laughs> but uh, I'm very frugal with that because, you know, I'm a big fan of obviously meeting all of my goals. Um, that's really important to me and like making sure that we understand what's going on before increasing budgets because you can always spend more. Um, yeah. Complete new question. Is it, do we say like, here's our target CPA? Here's our, what are we, what are we controlling within Facebook? Just say, Hey, I've got a couple of hundred bucks a day to spend and you determine everything or can we, are there some parameters that we can limit Facebook to? Sure. Yeah, no, that's a very legitimate question uh, because it's very confusing that's in true. Facebook, I think with, uh, yeah, no, it, it took me a little bit, uh, took me a minute to like write it all down and be like, okay, this is what it means. So I can explain it to people because I, <laughs> I do it. Right. And then I'm like, wait, how do I explain this? Uh, yeah. So you definitely have to decide whether you want to optimize towards installs, uh, a purchase, which is very common. Right. Or if you want to optimize towards ROAS or like value optimization that's called in um, on Facebook. So you don't really set an amount other than on like the ROAS, which is called min ROAS. Uh, it's a target. So like, let's say you want to target 10% return based on the Facebook UI, right? Then you set it there as a min ROAS. Now, when you're just starting a AAA campaign, you don't have enough data to do that. So you'll likely have to run towards optimizing towards purchase um, or install actually, depending on how much, uh, how fast the system learns. Usually you kind of start with install campaigns and then you move to AEO, which is the event. And you do not set a target CPA. Basically Facebook is gonna look for everyone and anyone that will convert to a purchase for you. So if they serve it to, you know, an ad to somebody and they don't convert after a couple of times, they're just gonna move on to somebody else. Um, yeah, that's like, that's kind of the, the beauty of this, right? It's not set it and forget it, but at least it's not like super difficult that you, most likely you won't forget anything because a lot of times they won't let you, the system won't let you publish um, until you do like fix certain problems and whatever. Hey Gina, so let's say you got hired for a brand new startup that is mobile and they want you to head their, your UA. Now they got nothing, right? The new app is coming out. What is like the tech stack? And I know you work for a bigger company. So like, I don't want you to reveal anything that you don't want to reveal, but like, what is a recommended tech stack? You're like, Hey, before you start thinking about UA, here's some critical SDKs or whatever it is you need to have in place. Cause I think with, you know, I, I deal with a lot of the, the startups who are just starting mm -hmm. their UA and I'm like, look, let me just make sure everything is talking to each other. First and foremost, before we yeah. start spending lots of big monies. Absolutely. And what's really funny, I didn't really used to work for big companies. Uh, <laughs> I actually have more experience with startups. So I'm very familiar with this process because I have helped several companies to really like uh, move MMPs, you know, and like set up kind of um, data connections and be able to uh, access the data. So yeah, I mean, in talking to a comp like a startup that has a brand new product, Definitely because it's the app, you have to have an MMP just because like you, with any sort of testing, that is pretty important because uh, I actually meant to mention it earlier, like Facebook UI data will always look a little bit better than MMP data. 
I'm not going to talk about certain percentages, but <laughs> if you, you can always expect that. And that's because Facebook is a SANS network, right? So self-attributing network. So as you can imagine, that, that happens. Um, and same for, you know, any other self-attributing network. So I, I would have that integrated and also connecting the internal data to be able to pass back like um, postbacks to the MMP and then to Facebook. Um, I would love for it to be in real time. So then there's callbacks to the internal system yeah. and then back to MMP and then to Facebook. So that should be like a smooth process, process, which takes a minute. If you have a dedicated engineer, it's a lot more helpful, but if you don't, it could take a few weeks, you know, depending on resources. And then you need to have um, a data visualization tool, whether it's like Looker, Tableau, or any sort of internal, um, I guess, if you need to, you know, pull via query so that anytime you run a campaign, you know exactly what's going on internally, like exactly how much you're getting back, right? Like, are these new users? Are they not new users, um, et cetera? Like how they're, and then you, like you were saying, like retention, because that you need to be able to match it back to the campaign on any, on all the levels after they enter the app. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that's what I was telling them too. I was like, hey, let's just set up a small campaign just to make sure the MMP is talking to Facebook, everything's properly talking to each other. And then mm -hmm. before we start really driving in more. Absolutely. A little bit. Yeah, that's like the most ideal case, right? But a lot of times it's like, hey, I'm, you're just going to go off the Facebook UI. And I'm like, I'm going to warn you, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> but hey, sometimes, you know, they're, they're okay with it. And we all work within the, the limitations of what we're kind of given. And, uh, you know, if, especially a small company, they don't have yeah. all these resources, even though MMPs are fairly affordable from what I remember, especially for a smaller uh, title or smaller product. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.